This is Andrew Faust, the Center for Bioregional Living. Broadcasting here on my sweetheart Adriana, Eloisa Magana's birthday, giving a shout out. Thank you, Planet Earth, for birthing such an amazing partner. She's celebrating her 5-0 today, and it's unfortunately a sad day. She's out in California with her family due to her brother Cervantes having had a very tragic, massive, possibly life-ending motorcycle accident. I wanted to broadcast today to share with you some celebrations of simple beauty and good design that we've been enjoying here as Juniper and I go about our days waiting for Adriana to return from San Diego and cooking our food and harvesting our lettuce and flushing our toilets and using our garbage disposal which then enables us to cook more food and now I'm proud to say take hot showers as well. And as to why anybody wouldn't think that replacing all septic tanks when they fail or need to be replaced with a biodigester isn't a good idea. So that's today's theme in a nutshell. Why biogas digesters are superior to septic tanks and what they are and how they work. And a little about our pilot project here at the center that we built Oh, I want to say going somewhere on the neighborhood of two and a half years ago now. We call her Bertha. It's a six cubic yard biodigester engineered and designed in China. The company's name is spelled P-U-X-I-N, Puxin. And this unit produces biogas in a form that comes out of the tank under pressure. So the convenient part of it is that now with this setup, you can just run a pipe right into your house. And there's a whole array of appliances that are very inexpensive, but good quality coming from China that are compatible with biogas. You can run a stove as we do on our summer kitchen where we're teaching classes and hosting people here to educate them about these ecological and more natural ways of living. And so as they're here studying permaculture with us, they're also eating food. Thanks, Pablo, for the interjection. And it's all being cooked on biogas, which is coming from the plumbing of the house. The, the beauty of biogas is kind of astounding how much it goes on and on because really all it is is that you're taking your drain pipe and instead of sending it to a septic tank you're sending it to this big concrete system that is just like a septic tank 
but instead of getting no yield from the biosolids as they drop out from the liquid effluent, you capture the methane and you send it into anything you want to use fuel for, like a hot water heater, a tankless hot water heater, like we're taking showers with right now and washing our hands and dishes with. And you can also run it to a generator. As you'll see, I'm posting a video about that today where we're looking at a generator that is being run from Magic Cap Brewery where they're taking all the waste stream from making beer. That waste, they generate hot water and they generate electricity. They take the gas from it. The other beauty of these biodigesters as a replacement or an alternative or a substitute for septic, the first being the beauty of getting a yield, of actually getting gas that you can cook with, you can create hot water with, and thereby vastly reduce, if not completely eliminate, your need for propane or natural gas on site for those uses from your septic tank if you switch it out and build a biogas digester it's the exact same composition it's concrete drops out biosolids the effluent flows out but catch this when the effluent flows out all the studies show which there are extensive studies throughout China because in China these are the numbers astounding in China 20,000 of these, basically, septic tanks that instead are sealed and capture methane, let's call them that for now, 20,000 of these biogas septic tanks power, catch this, 30 million homes. So basically, they're powering already something larger than the size of New York City off of just sewage sewage treatment facilities. Now imagine, if you get serious about this technology, uh, it scales up and it scales down in a way that no other alternative green technology does. And the other beauty of it is it's making use of something which requires no fuel or energy input, which is the decomposition of biological material. In fact, the Fresh Kills landfill creates so much decomposition gas that the city in Staten Island, when they capped it, had to put in all these scrubbers and clean up the methane. And so then they decided, let's just buy a generator and let's power like, you know, 20,000 homes in Staten Island. And let's make, catch this, $23 million a year off of selling electricity from the landfill from a generator that they got from Spain that enables them to create electricity from gas that is 20 times more problematic when it comes to the greenhouse effect and global weirding influences, 20 times more problematic than carbon is, methane, right? So all this methane is a missed yield from a design perspective in permaculture. And the replacement, and beginning to switch out in all new construction in this country, 
that is residential scale in suburban and rural environments where septic tanks are being required would cause the effluent to be cleaned up by 99% of fecal coliform. That's 99% fecal coliform free, according to all the studies in China. You know, even if it was 80%, guess what? There's very little percent of fecal coliform being cleaned up in a septic tank. They're not designed with basically the difference being mechanically and engineering-wise, the biodigester inside of this big concrete cistern, like the septic tank, has baffles. There's a series of different stratified metal lath that the water and the solids drop out and get caught in. And the way the dropout pipe and the overflow pipe come in at the bottom and pull out from the bottom on the other side, you end up with a lot of contact surface area in the internal structure to get technical. All that black water and gray water comes in contact with this lath system of metal material, spends time in there before it can get out of the outflow pipe. And by the time it comes out, it's been microbially digested in a meal. We call it the belly of the household. And what you'll see is astounding studies when you begin to realize that also at a household scale then, not that we're going to propose this in the United States right off the bat, as they say, but at a household scale, there is really no reason that you can't safely use this land applied as fertilizer for even food crops so long as care is taken when it is applied. You know a lot of people don't realize that in this country land application of sewage has already been approved at a municipal scale in many situations in southeastern PA Pennsylvania where I grew up I know too where they use it to fertilize the soccer field. So they have a small sewage treatment plant for a cluster housing development where they had approved by the planning board the land application of that sewage as a way to deal with their effluent as long as they, of course, aren't doing it within, say, three weeks of any use of the playing fields. Everything is fine. And, you know, the same thing is actually true of a food crop. So... And especially because it's pre-digested in these digesters. But even if we don't go there with it, we can very easily make scientific evidence available to a planning board that these digesters clean the effluent coming out of the house significantly more than ever happens in the conventional system and also still provide the biosolids dropout that they're looking for. And then you send it to an approved leach field for what the house and the area already has as their specs. In the long run, what we're asking those leach fields to do would be less than they're being asked to do in a conventional septic and leach field layout because of the overperformance, over-engineering of the digester. And that's part of the beauty of this. We can solve a lot of the fecal problems and enterococcus problems that many of the water quality groups that I know of 
spend much of their time trying to troubleshoot. With one simple engineering flip of the switch over the next 10 to 20 years, and that simple engineering flip of the switch is switch out septic tanks with biodigesters all over this country. And you will see a transformation in energy autonomy, energy independence, quality of life, water quality, fecal coliform issues in waterways, all are connected to poorly designed, under-engineered, under-utilized waste streams that are constantly hemorrhaging as an asset into the commons of the surrounding landscape and becoming a pollution problem for your fellow citizens to attempt to mitigate in an untenable set of scenarios. The only way to deal with the problems of the industrial infrastructure is for us to redesign a new one that substitutes it with a better alternative that is accessible, achievable, and provides a higher quality of life and a better degree of independence and resilience than the present long-distance transportation centralized means of providing very simple creature comforts and system services. And biogas digesters are one of the primary links in this new puzzle of a layout and a design that is emerging and becoming clear as we apply it here in our lives at the Center for Bioregional Living. So I look forward to exploring more of the details, the nuts and bolts, the visions, the paths forward for our species today. Thank you for listening. Be well.